welcome to Combustible, the podcast. You know, uh, sometimes we have a, a subject that we're going to talk about and we make plans to talk about that subject and then those plans just don't work out. You know, we, uh, we end recording one session and then for whatever reason, we can't stop talking about it. And so that's what this is. We had planned to move on, but the uh, conversation kept going about the previous subject and we just hit the record button at some point. You know, you, you, you're already talking about it for five minutes and then somebody uh, points to the record button and decides, let's just go ahead and record. So we didn't set out to make this as an episode, but it kind of is a continuation of our previous episode on what makes a good firefighter. Uh, a little bit of controversy probably in some of that episode and it doesn't stop. Uh, it continues here. So we hope you enjoy it. And uh, that's kind of why the audio comes in in the middle. As you go up the ranks, the people that are looking for what makes a good blank in the fire service may not be firefighters, right? So mm-hmm. you, you, now you're talking about council, mayor, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So if we take it from the beginning up, we're all judging ourselves, defining what makes good, what makes good, what makes good. Not when you get the fire chief, 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 right? And now that, that's defined by somebody else. Then you look at your deputy chief, or right below the, the five bugles, you go into four bugles. Now that's defined by the chief. The chief's not looking for that great firefighter, and the definitions has changed all the way up through that five bugle to make the decision below him. So I think it's a lot more complex than, than we think about it when it goes up, and it's easy to tie it as an employee from where we are because as you go 20 years into the career, you see how just how shitty some people can be in the firehouse, even though they're great firefighters. So it's almost hard to right. separate it to go, damn, man. I've met some outstanding firefighters. And again, I'm putting everybody in the box that everybody fights fire. If you don't fight fire to me, I'm not calling you a firefighter. But then you go up and I'm like, you know, I, I would take a, an individual that's going to go in. They're going to be aggressive, right? So let's go from one to 10. I'll take the eight, the seven and eight all day, well-rounded on all categories. than the guy that's a 10, even an 11 guy or gal, 10 or 11 firefighter just at it but they rock the houses that they go into because i've lived with those people and it just sucks and i've also had to deal with the administrative component of those individuals and they become a burden so i think i think for me looking at it from where i am you'd be the optimal chief you'd be the grit understand the administrative side unfortunately the people that make those decisions they don't care they're not they're not in our wheelhouse they're making decisions based off of something completely different you're absolutely right they're not looking at it that way so if you have a fire chief that you knew you'd been had been a firefighter the that aggressive go get it guy do you have more respect for him from the guy that came up on the admin side or the training side that wasn't necessarily known for that so for me i would say let's look at a utopic chief if i look at what's that utopia look like of of a great chief I would say somebody who has, in their time, they were good or great at every step they took. They were good to great as a firefighter. They were good to great as an officer. They were good to great as as an engineer. Um, They have to be good or great at that administrative level when they hit it. So if you were phenomenal at all levels and you get up there, it does not answer the... Well, I just asked, did you respect them? So I, I think Lawyer you have to Mike have that. showed up. <laughs> do what? Lawyer Mike showed up. Yeah, that's up. all I'm asking. I'm not, I'm not asking, are they good at what they do? Do mm-hmm. you respect them? Do you respect them more or less if they went on admin side or they went on fire side? 
are they meeting your needs? God, I don't know how to answer that. Wait, are, I'm sorry. Are you talking about somebody that was a firefighter and they chose the admin path in the department versus I, I'm, or were you talking about a civilian that's in the, in a position in the fire department? No, I, I'm, I'm confused. I'm, I'm talking about firefighters. Okay. But firefighters, you've seen firefighters take positions. Sure, sure. Oh, I got sure. you. I lose respect for him. Now I'm tracking with you. The person that right. decides strategically because it suits them better, not because they're going to, in other words, so no, I don't have respect for those right, individuals but, that, that they, it, so if I'm, if I'm hearing it right, those are the ones that they were mediocre at best and they're just trying to fly through so they can get to an admin position where they don't have to really they were never recognized as a firefighter. They just saw that as their path. Like you said, they see that as see, their path. I don't, I, don't, I don't see it's a bad thing if that's what they see as their path. What I have a problem with is if they're doing it for selfish reasons. I didn't say that you. I just asked, do you respect them? Well, no, no. But what my distinction is, <laughs> is that. I'm sorry. I keep bringing it back to the certain thing. You know, look at me like I'm an evil. If you did it, to, but if, if you're the right person for the department for that position, then by all means, you should be in that position. But if you're doing it because it's your, your, it's your, you think it's your way of beating the system and getting promoted or something like that, it's a selfish motivation. I don't, I don't like that at all. Okay, uh, it's harder to respect that I individual was in to answer it directly. No, I have a harder time respecting a, that individual that strategically places himself in a position okay, of admin. But, but I'm a perfect example, and most of the people in our department have no idea about this, but. I was I was chief of training for four and a half years. I did not want it. I fought against it. I was told you are going to go do this because you are who we need in that position right now. So I did it. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to leave the field. I didn't want to become that person. So which I, person? What they see as somebody who is not a firefighter, who is a, an administrative but person. But you had a career before you were a chief. You were a captain. I did. You but, were, but that's, were you a driver? You were a driver? No, I never made driver. But that, that's a discussion that we've been having. So over half of our department, and we've got a almost 700-person department, over half the department was hired in the last five years. I've been a chief for nine. Most of the department never saw me in the field. They don't have that experience. They only know me uh, as an administrative person. So it makes it hard. Problematic. But it, it <laughs> I don't, I, and there are probably people who'd say that about me, that, oh, no, he did that so that he'd get promoted. He did this so he'd get promoted. You're always going to have naysayers. Sure. But I know, you know, I did things that I thought, here's where I can help. But, I, you know, whatever. You do, you bring up an interesting point. <clears throat> We've talked about it. Um, so if 40, whatever it was, nearly 50% of the department knows us and you of nothing but as a chief, right? they don't know anything else of you. And, um, but you have a, I think, um, I think you have a reputation that still lives out there. I hope. I agree. So, and I think that reputation can kind of carry you along, which is important. It is important. Yeah. You know, because the reputation is what others say about you and then your character is what you think about yourself and what you say about yourself. I, and I, I'm going to dwell on that. He'll probably look it up in a minute. Psychology I'm, not, I I'm not touching I agree. It. But I, that's, the, that's, that's the, the danger, I guess, from where I am, is that if those people aren't out there telling the new guys that, no, no, so-and-so 
you know, in his day, he, you know. No, I, I disagree because there will be, and I, you probably have run into these time and time again. So you're, you're at some meeting and a firefighter talking to a firefighter and, and a tactics thing comes up. Right. Can you enter the conversation and hold your own? I hope so. Then they oh, know. God. Then they know. All right. Let me yes. interject on this thing a second, okay. and this is going to go totally sideways because you guys have very major departments that you work for that are, they're large departments and they fight a lot of fire. And these conversations, honestly, they piss me off a little bit for this reason. <laughs> it turns into a pissing match. Okay, so if I go in there and I'm engaging in a conversation, it's a tactical conversation or not, it would be very easy to rule me out to say, well, he. he you fought more fire in five years than I have in 10 because of where you work. So I have a hard time with it because the validation it's process. not the number of fires. No, That's but so I get what he's saying. I get what he's look, saying. It's, and I don't care where this goes right now. But Apparently. Yeah. Should we make that so, turn green? No, 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 no. no, no. Leave it alone. So here's what ends up happening. You have the ability to put on, uh, just track with me here. Three different uniforms with three different names behind it. Okay. So I'm going to use one that none of us work for. The biggest department in the country, FDNY, right? So you have... Never heard of them. Me neither. They're a small department, I think, in the South. (laughs) That would be a great... (laughs) (laughs) Shit, we're dead. This is over. Put this one out. Um, So you, 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 you got the FDNY coat. And then you take a, let's say Did a... Did you say coat? Coat, yeah. Okay. Correct? Like an FDNY coat? Yeah, yeah I'm, just curious. I'm just clarifying. Okay. All right. You're killing me. I'm sorry. You're killing my butt. I can't wait to see where this goes. All right, so then you got a... It's like um, watching a tennis match. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give up. I'm no, done. You got done. You got this. Stay in the zone. No, no, no. Stay in the zone. So listen, you Power have through. three Courage. different uniforms, Courage. three different coats that you can wear. One of them says FDNY. The other one's going to have four letters from a very rural, smart apartment. And I'm not going to name a state because I'm just going to insult somebody. And then you have another one that's a middle side department. When, when you go and, hey, Hatch, will you go teach? And this just happened is why I'm bringing it up. So I say, Hatch, will you go teach a class on structure fire control or whatever the case is? And you show up and you got to grab one of those quotes. You're going to grab the one that best validates the experience you're looking at. So this happens. I see it happen specifically because of the department that I work with where there's 19 to 20 different departments represented where some people will want to be represented by the, a department that they, the department that they feel would best validate their skill set. Mm. So it becomes extremely difficult when you have a conversation like this to validate an individual where I can say this, I will put myself up against some of the highest caliber firefighters, but some of the highest caliber firefighters would go, who the hell are you? The, I'm these four letters or this, this representation. So when we go down this avenue, I think it's a little bit difficult sometimes because what's the validation process? Oh, Joel, what has Troach truly seen? And let's be completely honest. We've all heard that. I, hell, I've heard that. Well, what have you truly seen where you work? I work for City X or, or County X. Um, so it, I'm I'll get off that my soapbox. I've said that to you. They haven't said it to my face, I'm but <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and I understand it, Shane. Hatch, I totally understand. Why it. did you say that to Papel? I didn't say that to Papel. <laughs> he just set my ass <laughs> off. Is I, all I, I he think did. He's a warrior, man. <laughs> he is a warrior. Yeah. He he wound it up and let it go. And, and but see, I respect right, that question. All right, so you're saying that, right? You're mm-hmm. saying that 
you think that maybe a smaller department uh, mentality or call volume would not give you the same credibility as somebody from busier departments such as ours. Ours are metro departments, what are considered more large departments, correct? Yes, yes. So I would say yes, that perception. What, no, so I'm, do you think the three of us have a good frame of reference to say what's good and what's not? Absolutely you do. And we all think you're outstanding. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's because of how you carry yourself, the character that you have, and the reputation that you've created that we judge it, not the calls that you went on. Okay, so let's, let's go, and I appreciate that. So let's go into your department, and we won't name any individuals. And I appreciate that, but let, this is a good conversation. Is so it? you go into your is department, it? there's a tabletop discussion like this has taken place, and in your department, my name gets dropped. And somebody says, Psh, that's all training. That guy ain't seen nothing. He doesn't know me or doesn't know me well, but I will be categorized based on what my work experience is, happens often, interdepartmental. What happens when you're going up for a promotion or you're talking about somebody, oh, he's been, he's been in this battalion, that battalion's, he's not, he's not on, on the other battalion, the busy battalion, he's on the east side, not the west side, he's on the south side, not the north. So, I mean, we have for decades now in the fire service created such walls of validation as to what makes a true firefighter. This conversation is extremely difficult to have anyway, because, okay, so I work for this fire department, but within this fire department, what am I doing to put myself above others? How do I get that token, that patch, that name, that, that unit? So there's always a frame of betterment, which drives the fire department. I think it's phenomenal. But at the same rate, it sets up when we ask stuff like, what's a great firefighter? What's a great fire chief? What's a great officer? And all that is difficult because you, you're, the references are all over the place as to what you're being engaged against. So have we missed a component that the, Probably. what makes a good, <laughs> what makes a good firefighter is um, somehow tied to the organization? No. No? It shouldn't. God, no. if I had a cowbell right now, I'd be ringing. You think it does? Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm with him on this. I'm with All right. Hatch. So I, I think I, you're self-conscious. I think that's exactly I am what self we're seeing. Well, listen, there's no no question that I'm self-conscious I about I think it. you're self-conscious about that, but it's hard for me to say that because I come from a big department, and that's probably what you're going to tell me. Well, well you can say that. Our no. perspective's not there. So, no, I won't say that. I think you guys... He's over here laughing his ass off about it. <laughs> well, you guys know me, but I'll say this. So, as the organization goes... um. I think someone's commitment to the organization, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to frame this out like this. It's interesting to me to see how people take pride or validation in the patch that they wear. So, for instance, if you have a depart department that is... And you are in a unique situation. I am. So, so I have none of a, us are really... Well, you guys know it. Are. You guys know yeah. it. So, <laughs> what the heck? That was that, Bill? No, that wasn't okay. me. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. You, so, you, you are in a very unique environment, environment to see that. To analyze that type of stuff. Yeah. So what I see is that we all want to validate ourselves somehow to be respected by our peers because I think Frankie hit it on the head when he said, you know, he being recognized as a good firefighter him was everything. He wanted to be, right. not that he was seeking that out, but just to go when my brothers and sisters think that I'm a good fireman, that's a great validation. We miss you, Frankie. Yeah, very Sweet. much. So 
now we're in a state where we go, okay, so I have 20 different departments approximately represented within mine. And how much pride do they take in their organization? So this goes back to the organization. It's funny to me how they will complain. Some will complain about their organization, but they want to be known. They want to be known and make sure that everybody knows that they're part of that organization because they take validation within that organization and what it represents. So you put Department X, nitty gritty, down and dirty, roughneck firefighters that get a ton of fire, but they may be underpaid and have all the obstacles that a lot of some of these major departments uh, encounter. They don't like the issues, but believe me, they love the notoriety, the validation that comes with that. Then you take a smaller department, and I'm, not, I'm a small department guy, so I'm not knocking it. And yes, there is a certain stigma that goes with it. But then you take somebody from a smaller department and say, I don't get the amount of calls you do. I don't have that experience in such a uh, condensed level like you do. My validation process comes in a lot in, hey, we train a lot to be prepared for when that call hits. We are a well-oiled machine to try to get there and all that. So we all find our validations in different places. But I promise you... From my viewpoint, it's nuts how much the organization has a tremendous deal to do with the pride that's instilled in that individual, and it comes out with that patch, that T-shirt. They may say, you know, this department pays more, they're squared away, the rigs are great and everything else, but they want to wear that patch, just like internally. It happens within the department itself. Squat, truck companies, right. battalions. And what we talked about before, you know, they're not taking the, the unit away from me. It's the Army's unit. You know, the right. quote from mm-hmm. um, Saving Private, Private Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. It's the same thing. They they want to be associated yeah. with the crew that runs, the one that has a historic, they're, you know. They're attaching their value and worth to, the, to that, that spot. Right, yep. right. And when you don't, so I'm going to, Shane, something you asked me, uh, probably about two years in, I think, or two, three years in, you asked me if you felt, uh, you said, do you feel that you're losing your... Um, you should have wrote this down before you was started it, to talk I about it. Was, it. was it anything to do with identity? But it's important. That's it. Organizational identity. identity. No. Your identity. identity. Okay. So he asked me, do you, I almost feel like you're losing your identity. You framed it up, something like that. And that ends up happening within the institution too to say you get moved out of a battalion out of an engine company to truck company you go to a squad there's certain identities that you really identify yourself with that you go hey this is this is how i have validated myself is because i'm a squad guy a truck guy or an engine guy or man put troche anywhere he wants that guy can survive on any location and you when you lose your identity it could be so you're saying i don't really think like this no no sorry how do you think? no i mean i'm with you and, and I see it as you go up in the organization also. You, you seem like I, I, you're fearful that you may have lost your identity. Correct. Now you're, hey, you can push some paper, and this guy can put stuff together, but you're not the great firefighter. Or like Bill says, he can write a memo. You can do a great report. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, I, I had, I I had somebody that. recently say, he does write in so many words, he, he said, uh, this, this other person that I respect, he, he said, you know, and this is not anywhere near the way he said it, but this is how I received it. Leave the tactics to us. You can write, um, you know, mm. a hell of a letter or an RFP, but, mm. you know, because... That made me... I didn't say that to you, did I? No, you didn't. <laughs> no, no. no, but I, and I mean, you know, but I... 
Man, you should have pimp slapped that guy. Say, that might have <laughs> made no, me no, throw no. up in my That's mouth. That's an identity bit. crisis right there. When not that you're having one, but when somebody says that to you and you put in good, <sighs> solid, hard work. But that, and well, and that's where you, but you know, and I mean, I truly believe my personal thing right now, and I will make a differentiation on what I said earlier, the current position I'm in, I did pursue. So that's not the same as, as being chief of training for four and a half years where I didn't ask for it and I just did it. But I, I am doing what I think is probably more in my wheelhouse than pulling hose and you know what I mean? It, it speaks more to my strengths, but I, I have you to did admit pull that. hose and you did go inside. I did at a high level. What do you mean at a high level? Do you feel like you were performing at a high level? I don't think that I was ever uh, Shane's nodding. Shane's yes. nodding, yes, but I I always have said, and I I uh, I said it during my interview uh, for a firefighter. Uh, my physical ability was never where I wanted it to be. I've always had endurance, and I've never had strength. So I never would categorize myself as one of those high-level firefighters because there's a thing that happens with my body where once it gets to a, a, a certain temperature, I'm done. There's so no, you think you no can get better? You, you, you I think there's strength. Strength is something that yeah you can improve. I just right. never capitalized on improving my strength. So that was a mistake. So Hatch, was, I got a question for you then. All right, buddy. Who gets to validate him as a good firefighter himself or everybody else? I guess the better question would be is. <laughs> I didn't ask a better question. Well, I just asked you a question. I'm, I'm going to give you an answer <laughs> in, a, in a better question. Is the better question is is what does it matter, his or their opinion? Okay, I'll answer yours if you answer mine. How's that? I want to answer. I want to say. <laughs> and hatch it. Let's see if we can get my 12 year old daughter to come down here and answer. Right. No, I've always said uh, that my. Uh, they had this thing they did in our department years ago, and I was—I think we were captains at the, at the time—where they were trying to develop some way to recognize people within the department. And I stood up in the meeting and I said, "I don't want this. I don't want any of these." They had awards and all these little things that they were going to do. We'll call them trinkets. And I turned around to the rest of the people in the room and I said, "All I want is their approval. I want them to." It's, it's going back to uh, Rick Myers in the episode that we did, you know, getting the nod. Getting the nod. That's what I want. And so. You get it, buddy. I do. I am hung up on what the other people in the department think of me. It, it matters. Yeah. Mm. That's, what I've think, always Hatch? said that's my character flaw. It's, it's I wouldn't worrying say about I'd, what people think about me. I wouldn't say I don't I'm think confident about it. In, I'm, and I'm confident that I'm doing the right thing most of the time. <laughs> it sounds like confidence. But <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Trosh, look up confidence for yeah, me. Yeah, no, it <laughs> sounded like that. <laughs> I'm done with the dictionary. No, but I mean, I, no, please you know, it's, uh, it, it does, you know, that I, I'm not going to say that people's, what I perceive to be people's I bet you don't perceptions care, do you? of me. Uh, it's, not, it's not that I don't care. It but just doesn't. Take you I, think off he your, I think he cares. I do care, but, you know, and there's there's certain people that probably are unknown to them that their approval matters to me. I wouldldn't say all of them. And, you, and you're basically well, turning around saying, hey, though, no, I need no, the whole well, room to well, approve no, me. No, no, no. I, I know what you mean, though. I know what you yeah, mean. There is a gradation. <laughs> right. There, so there's there certain people yeah, that yeah. I would definitely say, you know, I want, you know, their approval or their recognition of me. But generally, I don't worry about it as much because – have you ever had somebody say you were an a-hole that's never worked with you? Yes. Uh, yeah. Right. So <laughs> does that make it true? 
Oh, you, you, were you talking about me? Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course, <laughs> me. I meant you guys. I was back to I wasn't talking about match. me. I was talking about <laughs> you guys. So, I, I, and I do. I get You that. know, it depends on that individual because even if it's not true, it's their perception of me. So, and, I and, couldn't and, give a rat's butt I, if you, they've never worked with me you, if they think I'm an a hole or not. You do understand. Well, first of us, if all, all four of us are extremely be. different. Do you think that's, that's liberating? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's yes. kind of fun. and you're very unique that way i don't i i honestly don't think that most people have that and i don't even want to call it self-assurance because i feel self-assured about my skills my abilities and all that kind of stuff but other people's validations i would be lying to you if it didn't mean something to me and it didn't have an impact you have a good way of Kind of not giving a shit to a certain degree, where most it's people awesome. it actually does affect them. Like I wish I had very select few. Oh, I think you got it more at this than table, you think, buddy. Your approval probably it's, matters more, in, especially in this regard, as far as uh, it's like a superpower. It, it is kind of like a superpower, man. People don't have that. But I, I mean, think you most got it more don't. than you think. I've seen you turn that switch. I'll turn the switch I've when, seen depending that switch on the end of the because that's what I think about all the time. When you're talking about, you know, so-and-so said that you worked at a small department. What is your experience now? I've had guys come in like, oh, man, you know, somebody told me you were an a-hole, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it was going to be rough working with you. But you're, you're awesome. You're great. Turns like, out you're not. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, <laughs> I couldn't care less what they think. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll give it, it some make thought. It doesn't make it true. It doesn't make it true. But, but sometimes some you don't know what you don't know. So if somebody says. and, and I didn't know that. I'm just kidding. Now you do. <laughs> there you go. You learned something today. So sometimes, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, it's somebody will say something, and I'll at least have enough self reflection. Not all the time, but to go. God, am I being an asshole, or, or whatever the case may be, with the small department deal or medium sized departments or whatever it is. I think around the country, most fire departments and people that work in different fire departments will, um, in smaller departments, would probably have that hey, I work here, what's the major city within your state, right? So if you have two major cities within your state and you're working in some of the outliers, people always reference those larger cities. And, you know, I honestly don't think it makes me worse of a firefighter, better of a firefighter. No. I think, I'm, like I said, I, I know where I'm at. And, yeah, I know where my skill set is at, but it doesn't take away. And we've had this discussion and being very transparent, I've had the discussion with you. Hey, man, I was thinking of switching over to this department for validation purposes, because I wanted to be into the grit and get in there. It's so difficult in our career to do that, really, to just it go, is, hey, I'm right. going to switch over to go to the big major city right. just because now, see, I, I want to validate my skills. I want to go to another department, not for validation, but because I know your skill set, and I would love to have that as a resource in, in working with me. I think that would be outstanding. I mean, everybody in this room, if we all work for the same department, would be outstanding. Oh, there's no question. That would be you know, phenomenal. It, but, uh, you know, I, I think that's such a weird <laughs> – Let's do not, that. not weird, but I, I just I, – I really don't look at it in that same yeah. same regard. Yeah. It'd be interesting, and, and regardless if this ever makes it out or not, <sighs> it'd be interesting to reach out to people to and, – and here's what, to the, see how many think I'm an asshole? It's, it's going to be a lot. No, that, 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 that's going to be high. That's going to be rough. I don't know if we can take that many calls. It's going to be a fill-in-the-blank Friday. <laughs> yeah. I don't <laughs> people think – as long as we spell it correct – as I spell it correctly for the record. But I think most people, if they were really truthful – most, and I'm talking about the high 90th percentile, cannot do what you do. Some of us can hit a certain plateau where we're like, I don't give a shit what anybody thinks, I'm moving right. forward. But most people are very caught up in 
what others, even those that don't know them uh, and, and don't really have just by rumor they know you or by whatever, mm-hmm. you go to the academy, you teach one class, they don't know you from nothing. If you had a bad day or anything else and they're like, oh, that guy works for so-and-so, He's, he don't know shit. He just, that's all training talk right there. So I guess I have a little bit of that because, you know, people have asked me to teach classes and stuff like that. And at times I get a little apprehensive because two things. One, I don't think I'm that great of an instructor. And two, I want people to walk away with really, really good takeaways. I don't want to get up and just tell a story or tell my story of, you know, what happened here. Whatever. I want you to actually come out and they're like, right. man, I never thought of that. You know, blah, blah, blah. It was really great. And so I think that is a lot harder than people do, especially with the fire department because a lot of classes you go to are more like after actions or they're just really just telling you, well, you know, I went on this call and this happened and we did this and we put these guys over here. And you could do the same thing if you had the same call. I want you to think about like, like just like we've discussed before, how do you make those calls on those uh, really big dynamic maximum risk that you've never dreamt ever going to happen. How do you do it? Yeah. You know, and what did you do and you know, what would be things to do? So those are the kind of things that make me nervous, but I watched, I've watched you too. I have to watch all of you teach at one time or another. And man, you guys are outstanding. You guys pull out these great, uh, nuggets for people. And I, I just think it's such a talent, you know, that I don't have, you know, even though I get asked to do That's these things. It's funny that he sees it I that see way. It. I yeah. think it's odd. It's because you have, you know, there's a. I'm just a cut to the quick guy. Yes, but that's that is great because you get to the point, and people get it. But I have to they, walk in having a point to get to. I'm just no guy that's going to cut your legs out from under you with whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. We need uh, Pabell try to do an intro for the firefighter. All right, well, let's For end what? this one. Yeah, this is so, this was uh, unprecedented. This was uh, we we did this was just us. Yeah, this was the record. Was just we, we were just running, and uh, this actually ends up being, I think, part two of our um, firefighter discussion. What makes yeah, a good what, firefighter? what makes a good firefighter? Except very this, spontaneous. This one will be called "Am I Am I an a hole?" <laughs> <laughs> Raise your hand if you think Bill's an a hole. But uh, we definitely uh, appreciate you listening, and uh, you can check us out on Facebook or combustiblethepodcast.com. We're also on Twitter. Uh, Bill is at at BillCTP. At Hatch, at, at Hatch CTP, sorry. And Shane is at A Shane CTP. And at Troche CTP. And we have an email address, uh, info at combustiblethepodcast.com where you can send any hate mail and uh, (laughs) that's it Uh, we appreciate you listening and we'd like to thank our sponsors for today uh, for all their contributions today's sponsor is blank this could be you so if you would like to sponsor a show (laughs) give us a call you may use that one day or not. I don't know. Oh, no. That's <laughs> but I, w- on I would love to say that. I would, I would too. <laughs> you be just awesome. did. You just did, yeah.